Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. All right, let's have a look at it, mate. The Queensland, uh, North Queensland Cowboys taking on the Parramatta Reels up there at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. No changes to the Cowboys side. They've had the week off. Uh, there's a little bit of a change to the Eels team. Bryce mm. Cartwright comes in, taking over from Makahesi Makatoa. What can you explain that one to me, Cam? No, I'm I'm not. And and so how long? When was the last game that Bryce Cartwright played? Great question. Pl- I'll find out. Did he? Did he play in the first? I don't think he. I don't think he even played in the first semi-final. No, he may have sat on the bench the entire game, or, or was 18th man for that match. So he's sort of coming in a little bit cold. He certainly he, um, he didn't play last week. So um, yeah, a bit of a strange one. Maybe maybe Brad Arthur is looking at um, Bryce Cartwright as maybe the the man, the X factor. Mm. He might he he may sit on the bench. Like deep into the game, and then if it just needs to be broken open, he he's a, he's a guy that just he's another guy that has that natural ability that's not really being coached, but when he's on, he is such a handful yeah. for defenders yeah. to get a hold of, and just his ball skills, and he's got a kicking game as well. He's got a nice pass. He can run the football. Um, yeah, maybe maybe that's what he's doing. He's just he's like he's the little X factor that that. Brad Arthur might just keep. He might just sit him there for. He might sit there for sixty, sixty-five minutes, and yeah. then if if it's a tight game, getting towards the end, it, the scores might be level, ten to go. Bryce Cartwright, way you go, do your thing. Hasn't played since round twenty-three against the Bulldogs, yeah, there you and, go. and and that yeah. day he played eighteen minutes. There you go. So it might be similar to why have the Cowboys been able to turn what was last year. A, incredibly disappointing season with uh, uh, finishing 15th into now being uh, in the box seat in the prelim, mate. Well, I think it, I think it started with their pre-season, Jimmy. And, you know, listening to the players, not only in this last fortnight, but across the season, you know, there was a dramatic changes made by Todd Payton yep. um, with their pre-season and the way they approached it and their mindset towards their training. Like, he put them through uh, a very grueling, um, torturous preseason this year, which I think he felt that they needed to. The one area they really need to address was their mental toughness. Yeah. And if you look across the the year, one of their strengths has been being able to hang in um, in in the tough periods of matches. They've been able to get on their try line defensively and defend multiple sets of six as well. Then then be able to turn that opposition away, you know, prevent them from scoring, then go up the other end and score points themselves. So I think that's that's really been the, the big change in this football side is that they had a huge preseason where they just he he, he just trained the lights out um, when it comes to, you know, getting through tough periods um, and building mental toughness within the group. Yeah. And you know, I think, you know, if you look at look at their season, um you know they they got away to a, a bit of a slowish start of, of, at the start of the year, but their defence was fantastic, um, and and I feel a turning point for them was when um, uh, Hamaso Tabuai Fado was injured and Scott Drinkwater yes w- was was brought into the side. Um, of course, he didn't start the year in their football team, but he was brought into the side, given the number one jersey, and has not looked back since. And and I think that's that's really has sparked their attack. He's been in great form, Scott Drinkwater, along with 
I think having an experienced head like Chad Townsend as well, he, he if you look at you know some of the pickups or the buys um, of this season, it, Chad Townsend has been absolutely fantastic for this for this group. He's a co-captain of the footy side. Um, he's been great. He's been he's been wonderful for Tom Dearden as well, who was um, unwanted by the Broncos, Jimmy. Yeah. Like the Broncos just said, mate, no, you can you can go elsewhere. We're happy for you to move on. And now and now all of a sudden. He's now guided this this Cowboys side into a prelim final, where his old club they just they went missing in the last six weeks and and you know missed missed the final series altogether. So there's been a combination of a lot of things, but I think if you look if they look back to their preseason and having such a strong and intense preseason, it's it's a big reason as to why they've done such good things this year and why they're in a prelim at home. It's a really interesting point around Tommy Dearden, isn't it? Because, you know, we've had um, Anthony Seabold here, who, of course, had him in the side and recognised he probably he put him in early, but that's because he had to, and that, that's who was there yeah. and all that pressure that came. And Andrew McCulloch, who lived with... Uh, I think Tommy lived with Andrew. Um, and yes. so we were calling that third origin game, mate, and he was... Well, he was ecstatic for a lot of reasons. Mostly Queensland won, and that was that was that was the biggest reason. But the other reason was obviously his great mates with Benny Hunt and the superb game that he had. But also that yep. Tom Dearden went to that level and and did not miss a beat. No, he didn't. He didn't, Jimmy. And I remember being in that camp when when um, Cam Munster got ill, um, and eventually we found out he had COVID. Um, Tom Dearden. So Tommy Dearden was a part of the, the extended squad for all three matches. Yes. And I remember having a conversation with Billy at the time. And so it was confirmed that, that uh, Cameron Munster had COVID. And so he was ruled out. And he rang me up and said, mate, what are you thinking? These are our options. Like we could have moved Ben Hunt um, and brought someone else into the yep. squad or maybe started Tom Dearden off the bench. And we, we both said, and this was Billy, he said, mate, I love Tommy. I've got every confidence in him. Just to go into the starting side, he's been there all series preparing for it. He knows exactly what our game plan is. He's one of his strengths is being able to organise his part of the field, yep, um, both in defence and attack. And I've got every confidence in him. And I just said to Bill, mate, throw him in, put him in there, mate. If you've got that belief in him, and I'm 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 confident that you know from what I've seen at training from him, he's he's ready for um, that role. Throw him in there. And as we know now, we, we all know what performance that he that he come up with in yeah. that third origin was just fantastic. Yeah. And, and Tommy, I, I heard read a quote from Tommy after that match, and he said all for, through those two pre-camps that you talked about, every time he's talking to Billy Slater, Billy Slater said, I'd throw you in, no problem, mate. I'd have no problem yep. throwing you in, which is just building, building and building the confidence of him. Scotty Drinkwater, you mentioned him. Uh, game five, round five, first game at fullback. Now, I think I'm right in saying, was he number one choice fullback for the Storm in 2020 uh, or in the absence of Billy Slater? They yep. picked up an injury, which meant that perhaps got the opportunity so that he, he was yeah. sort of, it was an only injury that got him out of the Melbourne system where he had to look elsewhere because of the form yep. of Hughes and Pappenhausen. Yeah, that's right. So after the retirement of, of Billy Slater in, in 2018, 18, wasn't so it? leading into the 2019 season, there was there was three players vying for that fullback spot, um, one being Scott Drinkwater, and he he had an outstanding preseason, and so he was in line to take that number one jersey. He was he was sort of first choice for Craig Bellamy. He picked he tore his pec. Ooh. He tore his pec in like the last preseason game, I think it was, one of the trial matches, 
And then so that, that pretty much ruled him out for the entire season. And from there, like he just he had no game uh, game time that year, and and that's when you know I think the storm said, look, if you have an opportunity to to move elsewhere, you can. Yep. And that's when he ended up deciding to go to the Cowboys, and just been fantastic. As I said this year, and and I'm not, I'm not too sure whether fullback is his preferred position, mm-hmm. or whether he'd he'd prefer to be playing in the halves, but certainly you know the the style of of footy that he plays with you know his lateral movement, his speed across the park, he's got a great passing game. Um, you know, it it's certainly suits the number one jersey. And like I said, when he went back there, it just I don't know, it just seemed like it just sparked their attack. Mm. And he and he adds he adds value that um it it's a, like we we're talking about Bryce Cartwright before, that he can he can come up with something out of nothing, Scott Drinkwater. Yeah. Like really nothing can be happening and then all of a sudden he'll he'll do a little one of his goose steps or you know, he's got great feet both right and and left. Um, he can create space and create opportunities out of nowhere and can turn this the game in the Cowboys' favour in an instant. Mm. We've talked a lot about the Cowboys, mate. The key mm-hmm. players for the Parramatta Reels. If the Parramatta Reels are to go up there and, and yep. win the game, who plays well for them? Well, it starts up front, doesn't it, with Regan Campbell-Gillard, one of the form front rows of the competition, and Junior Bolo. I think you know, those two guys have been... So good for Parramatta, um, so good all all season, and uh, they've been standouts. Sean Lane, one of your back rowers of in your Delhi M team of the year. Yep, he he he's playing as good as any back rower has in in the last two months of the season. Yep. He's been a real go to man for them um, on that left edge where he's just. Have you been to a Parramatta game live lately? Yeah. I, I, Oh, I had to go into their sheds to do some pre-game um, uh, interviews or post-game, pre-game, whatever it was. And I don't know if I've shrunk in the last two years since I've played or whether Sean Lane has grown, but he is a giant. Yes. A giant. So I can understand why teams are struggling to bring him down at the moment, but he has just been so good for them on that left edge where, you know, and it's a, it's multiple combinations. He hasn't just got the one combination with Dylan Brown. He's half on that side. Like he runs short balls off Junior Bolo, off uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard. He runs short balls off uh, Clint Gutherson as well. So there's a real mix there for them on that left-hand side where he runs in between, that space in between the half and the back rower. He gets his head through there and yeah. then he's got a nice right-hand offload to anyone supporting through that, that space that he creates on the outside. Um, I think those three guys in particular starting in the forward pack, um, very important, but we mentioned off the top of the show if Parramatta are to progress through and they play that, that style of footy that we've seen them play last week, I think it's, it's, it comes down to Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown and the influence that they have and, and, and the contribution they make with, with their attack. Mm. Um, you know, if, if they're quiet and they're a bit standoffish and they don't really impose themselves on the game by getting their hands on the, on, on the ball early, I think the Cowboys may get a bit of a head start on them. But if they if they get their get their hands on the ball early, start running, start kicking early and, and just get start building momentum for their footy side, they'll put themselves in a really good position to win it. I'm going to put you in the position of Todd Payton, okay, as coach of the Cowboys. What's your <laughs> yeah, instructions yeah. to the Cowboys players? So Gus Gould used to talk about when we, we played against the Canberra Raiders, he'd say, you know, be in Ricky Stewart's face all day, but yes. with Laurie Daly... Don't wake the giant, right? Don't, 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 <laughs> don't, don't stir him yeah, up. Yeah, don't upset him. What's, what's your advice when you're going at Moses Brown, Gutherson, for example, even Marnie in there as well? Yeah. Well, I, I think the man 
that would have the target on his, on his back or on his head this week it has to be Mitch Moses. Right. Yeah, I think you have to go after him, particularly particularly um, in and around you know the fourth and fifth play when he's looking to put his kicks in. Um, he, he does. He does. If you watch Parramatta closely, he he does nearly. I'd say ninety eight percent of their kicking. Yeah. There's there's no other player in that team that that does as much kicking as as he does. That's probably probably him and Nathan Cleary, uh, the the two players in the competition that do you know nearly nearly every kick that that team has. So I'd be going out putting a lot of pressure on him. I'd be taking his time and space away um, to make decisions and to put in you know good kicks because if you give him time, he'll he'll put those kicks. He'll put the ball on a five cent piece. Yeah. He'll put him in position every every time. So that's who I'd be going after. But they've got a big job. Uh, the North Queensland starting forwards, they've got a big job to do against those three guys that I just mentioned. Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Bolo and Sean Lane. The full-time siren has just gone. The final scoreline is? Oh. Oh, I think that, I think it'll be pretty high scoring because it's it's going to be a, a fast track, although it's going to be pretty muggy. I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to say... 26 to 20 Cowboys. Ooh. There you go. Yeah, 26 20. All right. Cowboys progress through to the grand final. Who they play against, we'll find out from Cam a little bit later on as well. But up next, we're going to uh, give you the Holy Schnitz moment of the week. Stick around. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.